You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's a Thursday. It's the big show, which is powered by MortgagesToGo.ca, always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit MortgagesToGo.ca. It's Flames game day. They're in the swamp tonight to play the Devils after probably their best win of the season, most dominant win of the season. Wire to wire, and uh, Maddie, I got people, a couple, few people upset on social media after that game on Tuesday night. I didn't see what you tweeted. What was that? I uh, I tweeted out uh, after the win. I said, uh, I guess Elias Lindholm was the problem. Mm. Being, of course, sarcastic and facetious. Well, and then people were like, it's just one game. I don't know. I don't know. Was like, he the, stop. Was he the problem? Did he have a terrible attitude? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Listen, all I know is I, don't I know, know that facts. for sure. I'm just saying, did he? Look pretty good. Boston this is what I do know. Terrible. Yeah. This is what I do know, Maddie. Mm. The Flames have never lost in the post Elias Lindholm era. It's a great point by you. Can't doubt that. Nope. Nope. I have uh, no rebuttal. That's a stone cold fact. Yep. Um, we got lots to do. So Ross Tucker is going to join us tomorrow instead of today. He's at the Super Bowl Radio in Las Ro- Vegas. Radio Row, baby. Yeah. Uh, and he also tweeted out a photo this morning how he's into fruit-infused water. Not a fan of those. <laughs> you just like your water to taste like water? Damn right. Which is like nothing, kind of? Nothing like a nice, just water sometimes just hits right. And I don't like little, fr- like, I'm okay with like sparkling flavored water, like bubblies. You don't like yep. when there's just some lime, lemon, or orange just no. hanging around or in the Or strawberries or something for random. Yeah, no. Because if you ever go get a massage, that's all the water. It's all No, not my place. They give you normal water. Normal water, my normal place. water. I love, I love how Patty's a massage guy now. Yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> realize how I like use, it. Realize how to use his benefits and well, they're goodness. just sitting there, and it's like, come on, yeah. use them, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love Rogers. Yeah. Unlike what happened today with Bell. Exactly. Oh boy. Honestly, I yeah. did. I did the exact same thing. As soon as I could use them, I was like, well, let's go all the time. Yeah, I got to book another one. I get. Matter of fact, There's a lot I, got, of I got one. I got mine tomorrow, right after oh, the show. Look at you! Hell yeah! <laughs> look at Patty Duvall living his best life. <laughs> are we gonna have to? Keep, are we gonna have to just replay stuff in the nine because you're getting a massage? No, no, I got. I got us at nine. <laughs> we, I'll be getting the massage at ten. We're good. We're we'll fine. Okay. That would be fun. Uh, I got to get a massage. I can't stick around. We got to go. Shows that over. would be fun. Shows <laughs> over. Enjoy whatever, uh, Merrick or something. <laughs> Um. Yeah, the Jeff Merrick show. So we got lots to do uh, today. Um, Glenn Chico Resch, Devils analyst on the Devils Hockey Network, Stanley Cup champion, going to join us at seven thirty. That's exciting. Rick Ball. It's been a while since we talked to Rick. I don't. I don't think he likes to do early mornings, but he's out east, so it's not that early. Yeah, it's been a yeah. long time. So we'll talk to Rickster coming up at eight, and uh, my good friend Todd Furman host of the Bet the Board podcast, former odds maker and analyst for CBS Sports HQ. We're going to talk about, we're going to help you bet the Super Bowl because Todd is a savage. He will give you every little tiny edge that you need mm. if you want to put a little sprinkle mm-hmm. on the Super Bowl 58, which happens, of course, Sunday in Las Vegas, if you didn't hear, between the Chiefs and 49ers. He might even give us the weight on the coin. Hmm. He did, he did that last, last year. year. He did do that last year. Yeah. Which is incredible. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he has an in on the length of the national anthem that will be sung by Reba McIntyre. These are questions we're going to ask him. And why is all this professional money coming in on the Niners? 
So much to discuss with Todd Furman coming up at 8.30. Um, I also got a couple things I want to do on the side here as we tee up Flames and Devils tonight in New Jersey. Um, I have an update on a story we did months and months ago, and I'm sure Wedley knows what we're talking about because he listens to every show from top to bottom. Yeah. I have an update on Uncle Chen. Uncle Chen. Uncle Chen was the Chinese gentleman who is a chain smoking marathon oh, runner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I heard. Yeah. I think I know the story. I think I. I, I have de- an update. I definitely saw it on Twitter and scrolled right by it. Well, I didn't because I forgot <laughs> to get to it last week, and then I'm like, I gotta update our listeners about Uncle Chen, who's one of our favorites on this show. Mm-hmm. Just try to get him a- on the program. Yeah. Uh if it if he speaks English, sure. And that's he'd be he'd be fair he'd be just, point by have, you. Yeah. What's that? It's a fair point. Maybe that's why he keeps uh, getting in trouble. Is he's there's something lost in translation here? No, he's just uh, crushing heaters while he's running. Yeah, really... but but he's getting in trouble for doing it. He's getting okay. Well, I'll I'll share the story later. Okay. I'll share the story <laughs> later. Um. So I'm gonna update that. And uh, I also kind of wanted to, uh, I know you guys like the text line. You love the text line. You love the uh, interaction with our listeners. Um, there's something uh, I saw on uh, on Twitter. So they released the medals, what they're going to look like for the upcoming Summer Olympics in Paris. Oh, already? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful looking medals, of course. And there sure. was something very interesting on every single medal. It's right in the front. So what makes them special is they're encrusted with an 18-gram piece of the original iron from the Eiffel Tower. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That's legit. Yeah. That is legit. So that's going to be be worth a lot on eBay in like four or five years. (laughs) Right. That's going to be a pretty weighty metal. Yeah. Right? I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen the Eiffel Tower in person. I have I have not been to France myself. No, me neither. But it looks heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it was once the tallest building in Europe. It looks heavy. It looks That's heavy. That's what you have to say about the Eiffel Tower. That's what it looks like. I don't know. It, it looks don't, heavy. I don't know. We're talking about weight and iron. I don't know. It looks heavy. I don't know. What do you want from me? Wow. Breakdown? You want its history? Sorry. Daddy, why don't you describe the beautiful architecture and the meaning and the historical significance of the Eiffel Tower? Hard and looks heavy. heavy. Hard and heavy. Looks heavy. Yeah. Be hard to burn down, I'd tell you that much. Well, it's nicknamed so, the Iron Lady. In, see, that's in why. Paris. So there you yeah, go. That, that's the why we have. Fear. Oh. Ugh, real facts. Ugh. Okay, so that's Mine's why I wanted true to too, ask. For what it's worth, mine was true as well. <laughs> so this is kind of what I want to ask the, the texters and you that... guys. I don't, I don't know if this is going to get too much traction this morning. I'm just because this is what I was thinking about it. Because you guys can help me out. You, you Maddie, you're 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 Calgary through and through. Mm. GVP's Calgary through and through. Like Patty Dumas was born in Winnipeg, but he's a Calgarian. Oh yeah, but he still has a soft spot for the Jets. But you guys know the city of Calgary. So what I wanted to ask you and the listeners at 960-960, if they had an Olympic medal for Calgary, mm. what what could be encrusted into that medal? Some of the salt from the sidewalks <laughs> that keeps ruining my shoes. Oh, yeah. It's just eating the just, soles. Oh, oh it's... My dog hates it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy gotta, her new shoes. They gotta go. They walk. I'm like gonna buy new, her new shoes, and I just got her new shoes at the beginning of the season. Poor girl, unbelievable. So that'd be one. Hmm. Mm, off the top okay, of my so head. Uh, you what? gonna let that marinate for a while? Yeah, I'm gonna ponder a few. I'd more. have pieces of of uh, of a mountain. Just a mountain. Just pieces the of the three mountain. sisters. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Throw pieces of, like little granite. Yeah. You know, in there. Hmm. Yeah, that's like, a good I get one. it, but like something that's true to Calgary. Like well, the we don't have, yeah, if we were in like Hamilton, but, it'd be like steel. We don't have like a, an industry yeah. thing here. Well, that's we why I'm asking. Like, you want oil in little it? Little vials of yeah. Alberta crude. <laughs> See, that's why I'm asking. Maybe like a piece of a bullhorn or something from the rodeo grounds. Hmm. Yeah. A piece of the saddle dome when they blow it up. Oh, Maybe the concrete that's falling off of it. Instead of medals, we can give them big belt buckles. Yeah, we're no medals, just belt buckles. Yeah, with a little vial of oil attached in them. <laughs> Yeehaw! Howdy. See, uh, they're already they're already coming. You know, the in. Eiffel Tower looks like an oil derrick. It does. 
1,100 tons, by the way, Damn. in case you were wondering. That's a heavy tower. That's heavy. <laughs> I told you. I told you. No one listened to me. That's a big iron lady. Yeah, it's a big tower. <laughs> big w- iron lady. Warding Calgary. This is a great one. A large piece of red light cam. Oh, nice. yeah. yeah. They love their good. red light cams. Yeah, they do love a good red light cam. So, Lanny I think Mac- that... Lanny like, McDonald's mustache hairs. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, that would be good. He's got enough stash to go around, I'm sure. Yeah. And obviously, bushel. we wish him all the best. Yes, uh, yes. Speedy road to recovery. So, Lanny, when you're trimming that mustache a little bit, save, save the some. hairs for us. We're going to put in a <laughs> yeah. metal. Yeah. <laughs> Just to put them away. Listen, we can't... <laughs> We're not asking for the follicle part, like so we can clone you. We just need like the the right. brushy parts. It's fine. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's like in those little plastic bottles that are sealed that you pee into. Mm-hmm. So you just he just drops his little mustache hairs in there and yeah. he seals them up. No problem. Yeah, exactly. A little evidence container, like you're watching CSI. Okay, what would be encrusted <laughs> in a metal to represent the city of Calgary? Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. I'm, I'm going to let you guys marinate on that a little bit. Ask the Rickster too. Uh, vials of Caesars. Ooh, I like that. The Ooh. Caesar was invented in Calgary. Sure yes, was. sure was. Downstairs. Little celery salt mm. in each metal. Mm. So good, so yeah. good. Yeah, that would be. Tasty. I like it. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. What would be encrusted <laughs> in a metal? I'm just imagining this before they give the metal. They like. Put it face down in some lime juice and put a little celery salt rim around the edge before they put it around your neck. That'd be great. <laughs> That's a great point. They have a lime and they're just circling yeah. the lime around the metal. Yeah, they just and jam just a celery stick, stick celery in your salt. mouth. Get out of here. It's Calgary for you. Congrats on your metal. See you, bud. Yeah, Kick rocks, congrats. pal. Do you want bacon flavored celery salt? <laughs> bacon flavored. Nine sixty nine sixty name oh, and we got location. a text uh, John from Royal Oak. Hey George, I'm in your hometown of Toronto this week. Other than the Stop brass it. wet rail, do you have any suggestions for evening activities? <laughs> well, I'm gonna give a suggestion that Maddie Rose would be all about because Maddie that? Rose is headed to Toronto this summer. Yes, yeah, John, in he, August. Watch yeah, a little baseball, so, John. Here, here's a, here's a suggestion for you that you should probably do. If you partake in the devil's lettuce, oh. mm. you should probably partake in the devil's lettuce and then head to Ripley's Aquarium. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, and then go may- up to CN Tower and stand on the gla- on the glass f- on the glass uh, floor. floor. Yeah, it there you go. May or not up in the sky pod, the extra tower. You got to go above the observation <laughs> to the sky pod. It costs yeah. a little extra, but you got to go to the sky pod. Would you guys ever do the walk? Yes, I want to so bad. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know how much it costs, but I do want to do it one day. I, no, I, that's not for Maddie because he's. He, Maddie gets queasy when he walks the catwalk at the dome. <laughs> I don't get queasy. I just do it very fast and I keep you my eyes like forward it. and up. I just don't yeah. enjoy it. It's just like, not fun for wear, me. You have to wear those orange like prison jumpers. Like, because yeah. they got you all strapped in. Maddie yeah. would just pass out in it and his limp body yeah. would just be hanging there. <laughs> be like. Like some of those videos of like uh, rides at an amusement park. Oh, they just freaking yeah. The buddy just ragdolling. They get my consciousness. And they're like, ah. Man, these are these metal suggestions are flying in right now on the text. Yeah, Amalite, it would be cool. They they sell that in Banff a ton. You see that in like oh. all the stores. Uh, that would. What about neat. garbage from the Shepherd Landfill? Oh. <laughs> Every, what about Spy Hill? What, what Spy Hill gets left out. Every every city is a landfill. Why is ours yeah. different? It's uh, no different than any uh, other landfill. You, love, you ever go to the landfill back as a kid? Just taking stuff? Uh no. No, that was fun. We we went every once in a while and we had to throw stuff out, but we usually didn't take much away. No, I never it, it, yeah, we just threw it out. Stuff okay, from, I thought you meant I wasn't you taking okay, stuff from yeah, the okay, dump. There you go. Okay. No, I was Sorry, taking stuff to the dump. I got confused. <laughs> never tell you did I, get, did, I, did I tell you guys ever my dumb story? No. No, uh, maybe I don't know. You tell So I've this. been you know how how weird I am mm. about like germs and like grossness stuff. So I don't know what we were doing, and I had to, this is years ago, and I had to go to the dump to drop some stuff off. So I'm driving my old car, you know, my old beater car, and it was raining when I had to go to the dump. Ooh. Oh. Right? Even worse. Mucky. Did that make it stinkier? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gulls flying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of gulls flying around. So, so I'm home. at the dump, and uh, 
it was raining and then I had to go whatever, throw it out and I'm about to leave. And I and I look at my shoes and they're covered in dump mud. Oh. Ooh, there's other things so, in that mud. Ugh. Yeah. So what I did was I just have my shoes and I just kicked them off and left them at the dump. Oh yeah. Just see ya. <laughs> see ya, bud. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I drove home like in socked feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> actually actually I took off the socks and threw them with them. So I actually drove home barefooted. <laughs> I drive home. I drive barefoot or in socks all the time. Feels the weird. Summer. Yeah, it feels weird, but I'd rather do it than driving flip flops. No, you can't drive barefoot. You drive barefoot in the summer? Every once in a while, from wearing flip flops. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like to wear flip flops. I'm afraid that it's going to get oh. caught between the brake or the oh, yeah. and the floor, and then I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, nine sixty nine sixty. What would be the piece of Calgary that would be encrusted mm. into a metal? In an Olympic medal, because that's what they're doing in Paris. Uh, it's a piece of the original iron used to construct the Eiffel Tower, which Maddie says, quote, it looks heavy. 960, no. 960. No, I said it is heavy. It is heavy. It was a fact, not an observation. Um, name and location. What would be something from Calgary encrusted into an Olympic medal? Um, news, and I love that we, we live in this world where uh, Martin Pospisil signs a two-year deal. It's like, Martin Pospisil signed a two-year deal, $1 million a year. It's news for us here in Calgary, and that's what he did. And I think it's well-deserved. Mm-hmm. I think he's been uh, a nice, very nice addition to this Flames team. Uh, I like the edge he brings to the lineup. He's got a, he's got some rat in him, which I like. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's found a ton of chemistry with Nazem Kadri and Connor Zary. So uh, kind of a no-brainer here to re-up the kid for two more years. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, he's he's 24 years old. Uh, at the end of the deal, he's not going to be a UFA. He's going to be an RFA with arbitration rights. He's only getting a raise of 225k. And as much as the offense has certainly tailed off a little bit from when he first came up, he's still been a very effective player for this team. And and he's brought something that they don't really have in being a little bit of a pest. Like we've talked about Kadri being that from time to time, but I just think at this point in the career, and and honestly to get a little bit more offense out of him. I don't think you necessarily want him as riled up and engaged in some of that. So I think he brings something that they don't necessarily have. And having him on the other side of Kadri, that that's a nice little amount of snarl that you get on one line. So this has been a nice little uh, find for the Flames here. It's been, like we've talked about, I think, you know, about a month ago, one of the bigger surprises for the team this year has been just how he's been able to not only be on the team, but grab a, a role in the top nine and, and refuse to relinquish it. So everything's been good for Pospisil. You know, he had the one unlucky injury there recently that he came back from and, and looked good coming back from it in the, you know, four and a half minutes that he played. Looked to skate a little bit more tonight in his second game back from the All-Star break. But I thought this was a tidy little bit of work uh, from Craig Conroy, getting this done in season. You know, I... Is he a guy that other teams might have been intrigued by at the deadline? I don't know about that, just given his age and, and kind of who we're talking about as far as trying to come and get him. But even then, you've now signed him and you've basically told other teams, nah, he's going to be here. Even if you were thinking about it, don't think about it anymore. He's he's going to be a flame for the next little bit. And uh, congratulations to him on getting a nice little pay, a nice little raise there. Yeah. Um, and again, little security uh, yep. for the kid. Two-year deal at a million AAV. And uh, the best part is, it's not like it's a, we're not talking bridge deal or anything here for Martin Pospisil, but he is a restricted free agent at the end of the deal. And if you're the Flames and Craig Conroy, you hope you get to pay that guy a little more money at the end of the deal because he's a guy that, you know, he'll be part of the uh, the solution, not the problem, heading forward into this rebuild, retool, whatever the hell you want to call it for the Calgary Flames. So it's win-win for everybody. Earn yourself a nice little contract here, Martin Pospisil, in the next two years. Yeah, and at 24 years old, it's it's a nice kind of guy to have around even in a couple of years right. if you end up moving out some more veterans and, and start to go a little bit more of a youth movement. He'd be a good guy to kind of um, have around as, as someone who, like we've talked about, a little bit of snarl, a little bit of bite to his game. So I thought this was a nice little signing by the Flames and, and good for Pospisil for – um, coming up and proving that he can stay in the NHL here. Um, just needed a chance and uh, a little bit of health luck, I guess. Yeah, um, coming up at 7 o'clock, uh, we'll tee up the uh, Devils in Flames tonight from New Jersey. Yegor Sharangovich making his return to the Swamp after, of course, 
the Tyler Toffoli deal. Um, should have probably gave you a better heads up for this, Patrick. But okay. Can you uh, can you do me a a, a, fa- a solid a favor? Yeah. Because my mind races when we do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, at the top of the hour, can you please dig up some Sharon Govich hatred trades, and we'll play Texty coming up at seven o'clock. Sharon Govich. Hatred trades? Back when yeah, the trade you know, happened, he wants to get some comments of people who were ripping on the trade. Maybe if we go find the tweet of the announcement just to find oh. some people who were very upset with the deal and we yeah, can uh, sure. we can dunk on some receipts. Sure. Well I don't yeah, yeah I don't I don't I just want to hear some because oh. people people were really mad about that trade. On like on I'm glad you brought this up. I was just reading the twenty eighteen entry draft, that was Pospisil's draft, and I was like going through points. Yegor Sharangovich, out of the top 10 scores in that draft, he's eighth, and he's the only one that isn't a first-rounder. Huh. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. So, See, again... Not bad I, for I a fifth-rounder. Again, like, it, it doesn't look like the Devils will win the Stanley Cup this year because they would ultimately win the win the trade if they win the Cup, and Toffoli's a big member of that because right now they're struggling, and we'll talk to Chico Resch coming up at 7.30, but I think, I think Craig Conroy made a really nice piece of business on that Sharon Govich trade, and it looks really good for the Calgary Flames. So we just want to play some of those tweets and even mix in a couple positive ones. Patty? Oh, yeah, I will. So let's do that coming up at 7 o'clock with Texty. Excellent. I want to hear some of the hatred uh, when it comes to the Igor Sharon Govich trade because there were some angry people on the text line too. Like, I don't know what they thought they were getting for Tyler Toffoli, like – he led the team in goals, and I get it, but this was a nice little piece of business for Craig Conroy. So let's let's revisit some of those angry tweets Ooh, that were sent out I got one during right the here. Sharon Govich trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do it at 7 o'clock uh, coming up with Texty McTexterson. What do you got coming up in the Rose Report? We have a look back at yesterday's NHL action. We got some details on the Kipper retirement night coming up in about a month. Uh, plus, That looks like a fun night. It will be very fun. Especially the $6 stuff. Anyway, yeah, always love a good deal. Vladdy, NFL notes, uh, Stamps got busy. I had a free agency opening yeah, on Tuesday. Raps had their final game before the trade deadline this afternoon. And uh, golf gets underway, both the PGA and the Live, and some local notes as well. We got a lot to get to. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Big Show, George, Matt, Patrick, GVP, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's Thursday. It's Flames game day. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the top of the hour. Uh, We'll revisit some hateful tweets about the Yegor Sharangovich trade. He makes his return to New Jersey tonight against the Devils in a game you'll hear right here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Patty Dumont is uh, working away. And uh, apologies to Patty for not giving you a heads up more on this, but it just popped into it's my okay. head. It's okay. We're figuring it out. Is there some good, hateful tweets about the trade? I've got to get to the original tweet first. Okay. I found one so far. <laughs> okay. That's a start. I've, I've found one from a Devils fan. Oh, okay. I also want to hear a few from Calgary fans. Oh, I'll get some. I'll get some. I gotta find, I'm going to go to the Flames' original tweet of the oh, trade. Okay. okay. Um, also, um, did this story in the 6 o'clock hour about uh, the Paris Olympics, uh, which is this summer, the Summer Olympics. For their Olympic medals, which they showed off yesterday for the first time, there is a piece of iron on every medal from the original iron used to construct the Eiffel Tower. Very historic. We're asking you, if Calgary had an Olympics again, what piece of Calgary should be in the Olympic medal? 960, 960, name and location. Some of these are very interesting. Some of these we can't read on the air. But some of these are good. Keep them rolling in. We'll do that to wrap up today's program. Chico Resch coming up at 730. But right now, Maddie's turning the shine. It's the Rose Report. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. And- oh, friends. Good morning. Hello. How are we doing? Excellent. Great. Good to hear. Flames and Devils, possible still got an extension. We got details on Kipper's retirement night. That plus six more games, three yesterday. Vladdy and NFL notes. Stamps appear to be getting 
pretty busy ahead of the official opening of free agency on Tuesday. Gross, sorry. Raptors played their final game before the trade deadline this afternoon. Golf gets underway. <laughs> you know what we got, George? Lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff. Wow, you got it. Nice job. Boom. Yesterday, Martin Pospisil signed a contract extension with your Calgary Flames. Uh, two years, $1 million per season. This comes the day after this. And out of the slot. DeBrusque with a shot. Knocked down. Now McAvoy, a backhand. Stopped by Markstrom. And now a big hit is Rasmus Anderson takes down Brad Marchand, who turtles. And that's going to lead to another pile up. I should have probably checked to make sure Derek got that call right. That was actually Martin Pospisil who uh, got the big <laughs> hand in Brad Marchand's face and uh, ended up getting tossed from the game. Not Rasmus Anderson. But, yeah, um, the turtle part, yeah, I guess that's also pretty fair. You got a pretty good piece of them. Anyways, 34 games in the NHL, four goals, seven assists, 37 penalty minutes, and he's plus 10 over five seasons in the AHL, 113 games, 22 goals, 40 assists for 62 points, 216 penalty minutes, plus 11. And I might just say it, our new Rat King. Um, I like the deal and kind of wanted to ask you this about him. Uh huh. Where does he rank on the pleasant surprises of the Calgary Flames this season? Obviously, uh, outside of that just terrible ankle injury, AJ Greer is near the top of that list. Some found money. Uh, Oliver Shillington making his return back to the lineup. Yaron Yegor Sharangovich getting kind of back into his own here and getting comfortable in Calgary. Uh, where oh, Jacob Marstrom's bounce back season, which I don't think was a big surprise, but where does. Where does Possible rank in the surprises of this year's edition of the Flames team? Right at the tippy top. I don't think that there's anybody else who's been as kind of consistent. Like, there's been other things. Like, I agree, all the things that you just mentioned there have been nice, but a lot of them have been recent developments. This Possible thing has kind of started early on in the year and really changed what we saw from Nazem Kadri going back to early on in the season. So I think that's maybe one of the biggest things here. Like, we, we never thought... None of us in this room on this show said that Pospisil was going to be the in the top six in the offseason. No one thought that. So for him to be there, that that's the big one for me. Yeah, I, I think he's great, and I, he's been great. And I, and I just love that line between him and, and Connor Zeri and, and Nazem Kadri. And it feels like a line that we could see them together for a, a while here. In Calgary, Maddie, that could be the the line where it's like, "Hey, we have Coleman and and Backlund stuck together. Maybe that trio can really play together for a long time and develop some great chemistry. They already have great chemistry, but be a very productive line here for at least the next couple seasons." And if there's one thing that I really do prefer, it is set lines, lines that you don't really have to think about. Just let them buck, and until something goes terribly wrong, then you have to change it. So I, I agree with you right there. Um, Flames and Devils go tonight. A pack of hyenas can can take down a lion. See if they can do that again. Second of a four-game roadie for the Flames after winning in Boston. Devils open up with a win over the Avalanche on Tuesday. Yegor Sharangovich returns to Jersey as the Flames face Tyler Toffoli. For the second and final time after Jersey came to Calgary, they won 4-2 back on December the 9th. The two stat lines look like this. One has played 50 games. He's got 20 goals, 15 assists for 35 points. Dash 14 in four penalty minutes. The other, 47 games played, 21 goals, 13 assists, 34 points, minus 9, and 12 penalty minutes. Very similar stat lines, except uh, mm. one's getting paid less and is several years younger. Also, Tyler Toffoli did not play Thursday. He was out with illness. We'll see if he plays tonight. Also, wonder if Jack Hughes gets back in the lineup. as He has started skating since the All-Star break. Also, keep it on former Flame Nick DeSimone. See if he plays tonight. He was claimed on waivers by the Devils with Brendan Smith and Jonas Siegenthaler and Dougie Hamilton all on the IR. Flames 5-2 and two in their last seven roadies. The Devils have lost five of their last eight, all in regulation. Here's what the station lineup looks like for today. you got the Merrick Show coming up at 10. Uh, the fan checked on a little earlier today at 11 o'clock. Sportsnet today goes at noon. Flames Talk at 2. A Flames Talk pregame show goes at 4. And it's an early puck drop with a team out on the east out east, out in the east. They're out there. It's a 5 o'clock start. Don't worry about it. Kipper retirement notes. Number 34 is going to be raised to the rafters March 2nd Woo. against Pittsburgh. Looking forward to this. 
5.30, doors are going to be open. 6.20 is the ceremony with puck drop at 8 o'clock. So if you're going to be going to this, that is the most important thing. 5.30, doors open. 6.20 ceremony, puck drop at 8 o'clock. He'll join Lanny, Jerome, and Mike Vernon up in the rafters there. Um, there's going to be a big old ceremony, a whole bunch of alumni and, and some of his teammates. Uh, extended happy hour as well, which I know you love, George, starting at 530. Cool. Drinks are only going to be six bucks, and there's going to be a special Mika branded can from brand, from Banded Peak. And there's going to be all sorts of Mika stuff around the dome that day. So I uh, just want to put that one on everyone's calendar. March 2nd against Pittsburgh. Early start with the ceremony at 620. Six yeah, other games. Yep, go ahead. Definitely you and I are going to be going to that game. Yeah, we early. will. Six other games tonight. The Canucks visit the Bruins at five on Sportsnet Pacific. That old rivalry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard the goal call of uh, oh, Kuzmenko from the Boston God. side. <laughs> yeah, it's chaotic to say the least. The Jets try and snap a four-game losing streak. They visit the Flyers, who just broke their own five-game losing streak. That goes at five. No Brendan Dillon for the Jets. He has a three-game suspension. Sorry, did the Jets homer just whisper that should have been more? I hated that hit. Okay. Absolutely hated it. Four or five should have been the number. There you go. In the West, the Golden Knights and Coyotes showdown in the desert. That'll go at 7 on Sportsnet 360. Avalanche and Hurricanes go at 6. A big cross-conference tilt. Then out East, Capitals and Panthers at 5. Lightning and Islanders go at 6 from the island. Tampa on the second half of a back-to-back after uh, they took on the Rangers yesterday. Let's get to yesterday's action. We'll start with the Leafs and Stars, actually. It was the prominent game. Toronto led 3-2 after 40, thanks to three power play goals. Nylander at his 24th. Tavares had his 15th, and Matthews scored his 41st. More on that in a little bit. Dodonov tied it with a penalty shot, but the Leafs got it back double in the next minute. Matthews around back of the net with a wraparound, and that was stopped on the short side by Wedgwood. Matthews with it again, high slot. Down into the corner now for Marner. Closing score! seconds to be exact and now a two-on-one break here's T- Tavares working in with a drop pass Nylander scores! Sis! Boom! Bon! The Leafs have a two-goal lead! Whoa, 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 what? whoa, 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 Replay whoa, that! Whoa, 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 hold on. Sis! Boom! Bon! The Leafs have a two-goal lead! Yo! <laughs> Where did that come from? What is that? Was he like at a cheerleader practice before the game? You forget what Bing Bang Boom was? Sis! Boom! Bon! The Leafs have a two-goal lead! Hey, guy's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, sure is! Does whatever he wants. Yeah, apparently. Yep. Hall of Famer. <laughs> Why Johnston scored leave late, but the Leafs hold them off. They win 5-4. Nylander and Tavares had three points each. M- Matthews had two. He's on an eight-game point streak. You want some Austin Matthews trivia? Uh, sure. Okay, so he's got 41 goals. That means yep. he will definitely finish the season above a half goal per game for a seventh straight season. Mm-hmm. Only seven players have at least nine consecutive seasons with a goal per game of .5 or higher. Mm. Who are they? Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, he did it 12 times from 79 to 80 to 90-91. No, Ovi is not there. Mario? Because you have to, uh, he would play 82 and then he'd get 30 goals. Ah, you got to you get a half goal per game. Yeah. Mario, Mario, yes. 84-85 uh, to 92-93. He did nine consecutive seasons. Yager? Two correct. Yep, Yager's on here. Or No. No, he's not. Really? Curry. Yari Curry. No, Curry's done it seven times. He's tied with Whoa. Matthews. Yep. Cam Neely? Um, nope, not Cam Neely. Um, is Mike Gartner on that list? No, he's on the seven list. Ooh. No, he's, um, he's not on. even on the seven list. Sorry, it's in really small print, the seven list. So the guys that have done it seven times to join Matthews are Yari Curry, 
uh, Michelle Goulet, Guy Lafleur, Daryl Sittler, and Phil Esposito. Like, nobody wore a Jofa bucket with a visor better than Michelle Goulet. There you go. Uh, Lemieux, you got. Wayne, you got. Do you want the ones you don't have yet? Okay, hang on. Like, what what eras are we talking about? Uh, 74, 75 is when this streak started. This one started 77, 78, 88, 89, 86, okay, 87. Mike Bossy's one of them. Mike Bossy is one of them. He did it 10 straight. Brett Phil Hall. Esposito. Phil Esposito is uh, one who did it seven times. Mm. Marcel Dion did it 11. Ah. Who is your guess? Brett Pat? Hall. Brett Hall did do it nine times. The other two are Ooh. Luke Robitaille and Bobby Hull. Lucky Luke. Golden Jet. I feel like every time that you're missing one, it's Luke Robitaille. <laughs> it feels like it. Like almost every yeah. time you're missing like a historic player, it's Luke Robitaille. Anyways. Rangers and Lightning yesterday. Uh, the worst part of this game was the Sergachev oh. injury. Yeah. And you got something else? Sorry. Just one more thing on Matthews. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to be the first guy to score 70 since 92-93, mm-hmm. which is insane. When both Solani and McGillney did it. Uh-huh. That's why 92-93 is the best season in NHL history. Um, eight players have scored 70 goals. He needs 29 and 33. Is he going to do it? If they go in like yesterday's, like yesterday was a pass that bounced in. Like, guy's got a horseshoe somewhere. I think Matthews can definitely I catch down. Do it. Like, once we're all said and done, it's going to be, if Ovechkin catches Gretzky, then it's going to be Matthews catching Ovechkin. Ooh. Oh, He's got a better goals per right now. Yep. Spicy take. Wow. I like it. And saucy on a mm-hmm. Thursday. Hey, did you see the Sergachev injury? Ugh. Gross. Not good. R- reverse hit from Lafreniere. Their feet got tangled up. I wouldn't put blame on Lafreniere on this one. Oh. Um, listen, I kind of saw this out of the corner of my eye while I was writing last night and watching highlights. And uh, yeah, if you're queasy with like broken bones and stuff, avoid this one. Feels like the Lightning are going to be wanting a defenseman come uh, trade deadline. Well, now. I was going to say that, George. Might be a massive hole in their top <laughs> four and an $8.5 million cap hit that could be on LTIR. Just saying. And then he'll be just fine in time for the playoffs? I don't think that's going <laughs> no, to be the I case. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think this was for, for uh, a while. <laughs> like I said, I only saw it once, but... Uh, it ain't good. There's there's some CLs torn. The sobbing <laughs> into the towel while you're being yeah, carted that's off. That's never good. That's You'd never, never like good. to be carted off on a leg injury. Like Usually no. those are neck and back injuries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, couple goals... Gore- <laughs> Couple gourds, <laughs> couple gourds, couple gourds nommed. Johnny Brzezinski ate a big old pumpkin, and then Jimmy VC had a squash, and the Rangers led two to one, and they would win two to one over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nikita Kucherov did have an assist; he passed Nathan McKinnon for the league leading points. He's now at eight and six, but the Bolts lost three one. Jonathan Quick, another win; he's got three in a row. Uh, also, Wild and Blackhawks, Marcus against Nick Foligno. Nick for Chicago, Marcus for Minnesota, 24th head-to-head matchup. Both scored, and Marcus fought. His goal ended up being the game winner. The Wild are 11-0 against the Blackhawks in their last 11 games. That is the second longest active win streak by any franchise against a single opponent. I will guarantee you cannot guess who is leading this list. It is a cross-conference matchup that has gone back to 2017. One team has beat another 13 straight times. It's probably like Columbus owns somebody. Mm, nope. They're not part of it. Carolina? Nope. All right, what is it? The Bruins have beat the Sharks 13 straight times going back to oh. February 9th, 2017. Jeez. A couple that of other... tracks, though. A couple, yeah, exactly, right? A couple of other 10 straight. Uh, the Hawks have beat the Senators 10 straight times. The Avalanche have beat the Red Wings 10 straight times. The Predators have beat the Islanders 10 straight. And the Panthers have also beat the Sharks 10 straight times. All of those are currently active. Let's get over to uh, the Diamond. How about this with the Blue Jays? Let's be clear. Whitey spent large chunks of 2023 with his head up his ass. Yeah, despite that, Vladdy went to arbitration and won his case against the Blue Jays. Great offseason for Toronto, eh? Yeah, just go to arbitration, rip down your player. The arbs no, decide, no, he listen. gets 19.9. Club had offered 18 and 18.05. The listen. hearing was Tuesday. It was announced on uh, Wednesday. It's the third time he's been to ARB. He's eligible to become it's a free fine. agent after 2025. Was it worth it is yeah, the question. Yeah, people, 
again, it's it's business, and he's the son of a Hall of Fame Major League player. It's fine. People think feelings get hurt, whatever. Flatty doesn't care. He's getting his money. It's fine. He's probably going to sign a long-term extension, or they trade him. But it's just the business of baseball. This happens all the time. People think, oh, you get too butthurt or whatever. No, it's fine. It's okay. He's getting his money. Everyone's happy. The Jays wanted to pay him a little less, a little more flexibility. Big deal. It's not you that really big of a deal. You really think everyone's happy after arbitration? Wouldn't everyone have been happier if they'd been able to settle before? This is this is why it's different. The, the guy knows the business. He knows how things work. Right, that it's doesn't like a guy. that doesn't change that he had to go into an arb case and hear every reason. There's why no they way don't he was in good. there. It was his agent. <laughs> okay, so he never finds out anything that happened in there. He just turns well, a blind eye to it. Like, come I'm on. I'm sure. I'm again. I'm, and I'm then sure if, he w- even if his agent's mad, that's the same thing. It's all part of the same team. We well, got more money. He's good. For now, I guess. I yeah. And what, if the Blue Jays offer him a monster extension that he wants to sign, he'd be like, oh, but that arbitration, that doesn't matter. It's just business. It's fine. Yeah, I guess. We'll see what happens here. And it's, I agree. It has not been a good offseason for the Toronto Blue Jays, no. and this does not no. feel like another win. This feels like no. another step in the wrong direction. I know you're trying to put some lipstick on it here, but it does not. It, this is not a good thing that has happened. I just don't think this has anything to do with the failures of the offseason. This is just part of the, the process and the business of baseball. Not getting Shohei Otani, not addressing a power left-handed bat yet in this lineup, that's completely different than what happened in arbitration. That's just business. All right. Uh, from the NFL. All right, we're going with the double heater. Double <laughs> heater right now. <laughs> Best type of double heater. Nothing too new as far as injuries or coyote attacks or anything like that. Um, but how about this from Tom Pelissero of NFL Network yesterday. So by NFL rules, the 49ers and Chiefs players are barred from any form of gambling leading up to Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. But, 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 sources say the NFL and the NFLPA have agreed that restriction ends after the game. In other words... All bets are off for the post-game celebration Sunday night. Okay. Now, players on non-Super Bowl teams who are traveling to Vegas, they can play casino table games, and they can participate in website or app gambling while on their personal time, but they cannot bet on NFL games, which obviously includes the Super Bowl strictly prohibited. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> hey, 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 who wants to play some darts? Yeah, the, uh, there's video of what uh, Jason Kelsey playing some blackjack last, yesterday. Saw that. As he should. Yeah. How, how many suspensions for week one based on the location of the Super Bowl? I'm going to set the total at one oh. and a half. Like, like the, the whole Calvin Ridley $1,500 thing is just ridiculous. Mm. But anyway. Um, did total, you hear total, some No, dude? total's one and a half. You taking the over or the under? Over. Perfect. Did you see some dude got caught climbing on the <laughs> spear, sphere? <laughs> yeah. You That's know probably what? not a good idea. You know what I heard? I heard that the sphere looks a lot smaller in person than it does in all of the pictures and video that you might have seen on social or online. And when I saw the man climbing, I guarantee someone at the strip was like, with his drunk buddies, was like, I bet I can climb on top of that thing. <laughs> no, you can't. Watch me. And then like four hours later, they get a call from LAPD and they're like, yeah, we, uh, you got to come pick up your kid. <laughs> you got to come pick up your boy. Or LVPD, sorry. <laughs> hey, you think I could climb that? For sure, dude. <laughs> Go after it, bro. I bet I could climb that thing. Make sure you take a selfie when you're up yeah. there. <laughs> oh, he has a selfie for sure. Oh, yeah. I want to see that picture. Hey, some CFL notes. Uh, Free agency officially opens on Tuesday, but the CFL has a legal tampering period that is currently open. Cheers and beers. Yeah, cheers and beers. Officially, the Stampeders did re-sign Kobe Williams. He joins Demario Houston in the Stampeders secondary with Trey Roberson and Jonathan Moxie and Titus Wall and Brandon Dozier. Defense really shaping up, although they do have some questions at middle linebacker. Um, they did sign Trey Walker. All of this reportedly. Uh, Kobe Williams was official. Trey Walker reportedly. That was Tuesday. And yesterday, three down nation with a slew of Stampeders notes. Uh, looks like they will be signing Matthew Schiltz, 
competition for Jake Mayer. He was in Hamilton last season, mm. two and one in three starts. 67.1% efficiency on his passes. He threw for a career-high 1,556 yards, seven touchdowns, and five picks. He's also been in Alouette and averages about six yards a carry, which is pretty solid. He also signed defensive tackle Ricky Walker, yeah, who Patty would know a lot more. Yeah, he came along really well last year with, uh, with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. What I'm thinking is this is probably it for Derek Wigan. It might be. Here in Calgary, but it's a good, you go younger here at the defensive line spot. I think he's going to fit in well here with the Stamps. And also Isaac Adeyemi Berglund is going to Montreal, a former first-round pick. Solid as a rotation guy, but never really turned into a full starter. He's a Nova Scotian native, so not surprised that he heads back out east. Hey, the Raptors were taking on the Hornets yesterday. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? Last game before the deadline. How'd it go, GVP? Miles Bridges giving the Raps all they could handle last night. He put up a career-high 45, but uh, the Raps would hold on to win this one, 123-117 the final. R.J. Barrett leading the way with 23 points. All-star Scotty Barnes at 18, as did Emmanuel Quickly. Raps finished their sixth-game road trip with a 2-4 and four record. They're uh, hoping to turn that around when they play the Houston Rockets on Friday, 5.30 tip-off. Excellent. Wow. You beat the buzzer because I was trying to look at Sham's Twitter and see if anything had broke from the trade deadline this morning. But no. Uh, Monty Morris got sent to the Minnesota Timberwolves from the Detroit Pistons. Monte. The deadline goes at 1 o'clock. Uh, maybe a Bruce Brown deal for the Raptors. Maybe mm. Chris Boucher, Dennis Gary Schroeder. Trent. Sure. Uh, maybe the Sixers look for a little help while Embiid is out for six to eight weeks. LeBron and the Lakers going to do anything, GVP? Uh, it sounds like they want to stay pat right now with D'Angelo Russell having a little bit of a surge right now. They also just don't have enough assets. They don't have any first-round picks this year to move after uh, shipping those out in the Anthony Davis trade. So it, it sounds like they're going to be pretty quiet, despite the fact that they want to go in on DeJounte Murray. Mm. I just don't think they have enough assets to do so. Sounds like it's going to be LeBron to the Knicks. <laughs> Stop that. That'd be fun, though. Right? That'd be sweet. Get to play with OG Ananobi. How about that? I, I don't think he's traded, but I definitely think he opts out in the summer, GVP. <laughs> where is he going? What do you think? I don't know. I, I think he's at the point where he doesn't necessarily want to leave L.A. in his career right now. I'm not, I'm not sure if winning is exactly on the forefront of, of LeBron James's mind. GVP, would know. you follow the Lakers or would you follow LeBron? I'm a Lakers guy. Okay. Like I, I wasn't a LeBron guy necessarily until he was a Laker. I always respected his game. I wasn't a LeBron hater, but I grew up a Kobe guy. Well, he also won that fake championship in the bubble. Hey. They all played under the same circumstances. I don't get why people say it's a fake championship. The Dodgers won a real championship, too. Everyone played under the same... I never said they did. Huh? (laughs) I never said they did. That was a weird one, too. At least the Lightning doubled up and won the next year. Well, I thought you were talking about the... Rings are rings. I thought you were talking about the IST. (laughs) (laughs) No. I like that you call it the IST. Well, I'm just saying. I don't have time for the full... I'm saying those championships have a bit of odor to them. That's all I'm saying. How? Everyone playing under the same circumstance. I'm just saying they have a bit of an odor. It's not the same circumstance. What do you mean? Because it's it's a lot harder to go in another arena and win games on the road in the playoffs instead of a cold, atmosphereless arena. I I get it, but that's what makes winning championships super hard because you have to go in other arenas and win games. Mm. I get what you're saying. It's a sore spot for you. Banners up there. (laughs) Hey, guys, did you hear about in golf? (laughs) All my friends are dead. I think we're... I I love that clip because it makes me laugh and sad at the same time. I think we we played a little too much. Am I beating it too? Okay. Yeah, I think we should save it for the Masters coming up. No. Okay. What's your report? I'm I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be a little bit less gratuitous with it, and I'll be a little bit more discreet. But it is the Waste Management Open at TPC Scottsdale, which is anything but discreet. Uh, Yes, Canadians: uh, Adam Svensson, Adam Hadwin, Nick Taylor, Corey Connors, all going to be teeing it up. Corey Connors uh, tees off at twelve fifty-five. Your favorites for this one: Scotty Scheffler, uh, Justin Thomas. Scheffler is the heavy favorite. Uh, Justin Thomas, Max Homa, Jordan Spieth, and Sam Burns round out the top five. As well, Liv is in Las Vegas. AC Ducey, Bingo Bango Bongo, Sandys, Barkies, Arnies, Wolf. What? What are we playing? 
second tournament of the year. Rom, the heavy favorite to win this one as they are at the Las Vegas Country Club. Shotgun start, click, clack, pow, 11 15. What, what team is going to win? Is the weather better now? Because it's been rainy there for the last yeah, couple it did days. It not look very good. Yeah. I don't know. Are the but Eliminators going to win? I saw a, a fun story where there's this one kid who just turned pro, and he's on John Rom's team, uh, Legion 13. But he's 19, so he's trying to check into his hotel in Vegas yesterday, and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> T-Rail Hatton had to co-sign his room. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> well, good thing he got like $400 million for going over to live. I think he can do it. Well, I don't think this kid fresh out of college got 400 schmill, but no. No, the, I said Tyrrell Hatton. The, the, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, he, he definitely did. Yeah. I don't think it cost like him anything. I, I think know. he just had to co-sign. Yeah. But unless the kid trashes the room, which... Oh, well. Anyways. The Calgary Hitman lost to the Regina Pats yesterday. Not a great start for Calgary. It was their Every Child Matters game. They were down 4-1 at the end of the first after allowing three power play goals. Fought back, couldn't get all the way back. They lost 5-3 despite outshooting Regina 41-34. On Friday, they'll host Gavin McKenna and the Medicine Hat Tigers. McKenna, the cousin of Connor Bedard, expected to be the first overall pick in the 2026 draft. And then uh, it's the powerhouse Moose Jaw Warriors on Saturday. You got three first-round picks and a high second in Matt Savoy, Braden Yeager, Jager Furkus, and Denton Matejchuk all coming into the Dome to play the Hitman Saturday night. Also, the AJHL announced an updated regular season schedule and a new playoff format following the five teams leaving for the BCHL. Um, Here is the deal. It's going to be a 57-game regular season. The top five teams are automatically going to advance to the playoffs. The bottom six will square off in a best-of-five play-in series, and the winner of the play-in series will then fill spots six through eight in the opening round of the AJHL playoffs. Round one will begin the weekend of March 15th to 17th and will be a best of seven series so the play in round will be before that it'll be the top seed playing the lowest remaining seed then of course whoever wins gets to go to the centennial cup which is being played in oakville ontario this season and good night and good luck to you sir terrific stuff maddie uh, the rose report is brought to you by motorworks if you want a bmw choose motorworks for service and repairs the gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10 percent on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, uh, we'll tee up the Flames in New Jersey tonight to play the Devils, and the Yegor Sharangovich returned to New Jersey for the first time since the Tyler Toffoli trade. And I think we'll go back to the not-too-distant past and dig up some Yegor Sharangovich tweets after Craig Conroy pulled off the deal this past summer. We'll do that, and we'll talk to Chico Resch coming up at 7.30. It's the big show, Russell and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.